my son and I. We've been through it. We've been through a lot of this. My son and I. We're gonna do this. We're gonna make it through. Oh, yeah. My son and I. I'm here. And I'm here too. Oh, yeah. My son and I. We welcome you. Welcome to the journey. My son and I. Welcome everyone to my son and I. My name is Tahida, aka Lady T. Yes, yes, and I am Egbert Bernard. You know me as Egbert B on this show. And we are back with another episode of My Son and I. Believe it or not, that was me singing. Yeah, that that was him, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Yes, Yes. so let's just jump right into it. Uh, COVID vaccines, have you had yours or are you going to get one? Uh, Not yet, but you know what? When they they were first talking about it, I ain't getting that thing. But you know what? I'm kind of starting to lean towards, yeah, I will. But it's still a little too early. Those blood clots scared me. Yeah, that (laughs) J&J vaccine. It's so funny. I had a a passenger one day mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking and she was excited. We we're talking about how the end of COVID is hopefully nigh and uh, she was saying uh, I asked her if she had been vaccinated and mm-hmm. she said oh yeah, I got the Johnson and Johnson I said oh, she said but I feel great. She said but what's funny is that I got it the day before it was recalled I was like oh my god I actually thought about those people I really did when I heard about this and uh-huh. I said to myself those people that oh so you know someone is that's well, those people. Well I had a passenger in my car. Okay you had a passenger, so you were after the able to touch someone and see somebody. Because no. I really was, I mean, you know, I was like interact. I should say interact, <laughs> not touch. You're right. We ain't touching these days, y'all. I ain't touching nobody. We ain't touch. That's one thing about us humans. We need to touch. I know. But, okay. But you were actually able to um, literally be in contact with someone mm-hmm. who had just had it. Because I honestly thought about that. I said, they have to be so nervous right now. I would be so nervous. And, and she <laughs> seemed totally fine. Okay. She was very happy about the fact that she only had to have one dose. She said, I feel fine. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. She was okay. very comfortable and confident about her decision. I ain't mad at her, I but I was worried for her. God bless her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what, so ha- so you haven't been vaccinated? No, I haven't. But do you I, want to? I'm, I'm starting to lean towards yes, I do. Because um, it's it actually starting to be like, you know, like when the baby, when you have to have your babies vaccinated. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, really like that now. That's what I'm starting to assume, too. Like, it's yeah. like just one of the other vaccines yeah. that we have to take as humans. Right. Because at first, I was the same. I was like, well, let's give it some time. Let's mm-hmm. figure it out. I'm starting to notice that all of my friends in New York yeah. are posting their pictures about, you know, with their vaccination <laughs> cards and stuff. And it's like, uh, I don't want to say, no, I'm not going to because I do plan on moving back to New York. Mm-hmm. It's like... I want to be protected, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, we do know that the vaccination will not prevent you from getting COVID as with any other vaccine that we've had. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I'm I'm kind of still on the fence. I haven't been vaccinated either. And I'm kind of still on the fence because it's like, do I just armor up? Right. And just be safe, you know, safer mm-hmm. than sorry. Right. Um, or do I, but I've never, I don't yeah. take like flu shots. Like I don't right. take any Me of those either. things. The one time I took a flu shot, I got so sick and I was like, that's it. I'm never taking this again. No, no, no. And you know, as you get older, there's so many, not only pills that come in your life, but, but shots too, because now there's the shingle shot. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And you talking about, oh, you got, the older you get, the more you should take the shingle shot, the flu shot. And now we got the COVID shot. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing with COVID, not only um, is it, I'm thinking about, you know, I do want to be protected. Everybody else is being protected. But I also don't want to be that girl as the, the only one in the circle that hasn't taken it either. That's, that's a big <laughs> thing for me, too. And it's like I don't have that FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. Yes. I don't really have that. But I am thinking I about the that. fact that I'm going to New York and most of my people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I don't. That should make them comfortable with hanging out with me because they are armored up. Right. But, but. I don't want to be the one person. 
rehearse and right. quiet and secretive about the fact that I have not been Right, I'll be like, would I even own up to it? I know, I, I would just not bring it up. I'm exactly. like, I'm just not going to bring it up. I won't talk about it. But what if someone does? Will you tell the truth? I, if it's just me and that one, I'm always going to tell the truth. Right. If it's just me and that one, especially, like, that's silly. That's a silly yeah, thing to lie about. Um, absolutely. But if it's just me and that one other person, uh-huh. sure, I'll, I'll fess up and right. I'll have an, an honest conversation. Right. But if it's at least to other people and mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. I just won't comment. Right, I'll just right. <laughs> let, them, let them talk about it. I'll just let them talk. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. But yeah, I, I'm leaning towards getting it. So I, I think I will eventually. I just yeah, want to give it a little bit too. more time. Yeah, I probably will too. Mm-hmm. So that does bring me to the, the fact that hopefully, fingers mm-hmm. crossed, mm-hmm. COVID is almost over. Well, you know, this period in COVID, right, this right. era of COVID yeah. is almost over where we can now begin to socialize again yeah. and travel more and mm-hmm. I can move back to New York City. Hey, yeah, because Cali's about to be in the yellow zone where they actually they made an announcement today that people that had the shot, when they're in open spaces, they don't have to wear their mask. That's another yeah. thing, speaking of that. Uh, but the, those of us who haven't had, they want mm-hmm. you to wear your mask all times. Mm-hmm. And the people that had the shot needs to wear their mask indoors. So that goes mm-hmm. right there to show you that it's still not really gone. It's no. still a little too bit out there and, yeah. and we still have to be cautious. And one thing I'm going to be honest with you with, even after I take the shot, probably even if I'm outside, I'm still going to wear the mask. The mask mm-hmm. has become a security blanket for me now. Yes. You know, it's like, Same. yes, I have numerous ones, different kinds so I can coordinate. You got to coordinate. You got to coordinate. <laughs> you got to coordinate. I think it's so funny when I see people with their like bedazzled masks yeah. and things like that. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, you've completely submitted to this era. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that girl. <laughs> I, I still use the disposable ones. Yeah, I, like, when I, I have some in the car, just in case. Because sometimes I forget it. And you're like, don't you hate that? You're walking to wherever you're going. You go, God dang the mask. Right, yes. <laughs> yes. Right. And it's still not that much of a norm. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was saying to myself. Huh? You keep talking about you getting used to this mask. But and, and how about this one? You have the mask on, but you pull it down. Because when you get in the car and stuff, you don't need to be breathing through your mask. Mm-hmm. So you pull it down. For me, I, mm-hmm. I pull it down I, I, and I'm just like, it's on half my face. Uh-huh. And and I forget it's like that. You mean like below your chin? Yeah, below, yeah, yeah. just hanging there. You know, and, and I'll get out and go somewhere and actually be to walk through the door where, oh, my mask, or the person will be, up. Oh, your mask, ma'am. You okay. know? It's not up. It's, <laughs> it's not on, up. It's not it's up. Not that part. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got in because it's on. But now we, got, we can't serve it till it's up. Right. Mask is <laughs> up. Uh, no, I don't uh, I use the disposable ones. I don't. I can't keep it around my my chin like that because it hurts my ears. Oh, okay. I can't do that. Yes, that's why I try to. Now that it's becoming a fashion statement, and mm-hmm. I must say, like I said, I coordinate. I try to make sure I get the thick strap ones because mm-hmm. those thin strap ones really do bother your ear. Mm-hmm. They, they hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do hurt. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So, how has COVID been for you? Well, have you heard about this new thing called uh, post COVID syndrome? Oh, uh, yes, that's yes, the, I actually yeah. have heard of post-COVID. <laughs> I actually, I, it's not funny, but it's real. Yeah. And people are, and you know what's crazy about it? People are now not wanting to go back to work. They want to work from home. And uh, I would say at least 80% of those people were the ones that said, oh, I got to work from home. When it first started, they didn't want to do it. Uh, Zoom has been the absolutely amazing platform for everybody. Mm-hmm. I even remember when Zoom first came out, it was before COVID. Mm-hmm. And they incorporated it in um, bear, at Bedroom Candy, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't need to. I'm not going to that for Zoom. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't want to do no Zoom. But now I love Zoom, and COVID has been. COVID has made Zoom not only my best friend, but a lot of people's best friend. Whoever, whoever invented Zoom is is happy right now. I'm sure, and I think <laughs> it's so funny to like to see Zoom's popularity because it's not the only interface that's like that. Like yeah. we had Cisco, we have FaceTime, we have all of the all of the apps come with that type mm-hmm. of uh, with that capability. Right. It's so funny how Zoom. All of a sudden, gained its popularity. That's so funny. Do you remember Skype? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Don't they still? It's still. Around, I'm sure it's still it? a thing. I'm That's still, my point, still, though. Yeah. Like how? Like there's still yeah. all of these other ones. It's so That's funny a, that yeah. that COVID. Yeah. I mean, that COVID. Uh, that yeah. Zoom yes. is, is is the medium now. Yeah. I am mad. Go ahead, Zoom. They're getting their money. That part, I love it. That works amazingly for me. I I got I bought my subscription. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So how has COVID been for you? Actually, it's been absolutely. Uh, 
good for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very honest with good. you. It has been very good for me. Um, number one is I didn't get it. <laughs> that part. That's good. <laughs> Knock on okay. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Okay. And um, number two is it, it literally enhanced my business immensely. Bedroom Candy broke records during COVID, and so did I. I was able to achieve some personal goals because of my Bedroom Candy business. It was financially rewarding. Absolutely. I've leveled up in my business on really past stages and accomplishments that even I was surprised that I did it. Mm -hmm. And all I had to do was just slow down. COVID made you slow down Mm -hmm. and literally Mm -hmm. focus on a lot of things. Um, It's crazy because I think I may have a little bit of COVID syndrome as well Mm -hmm. because I prefer to be at home working. I prefer to be at home doing whatever it is. It's safe at home, y'all. They were, you know, when they did COVID was at its height. It was like, stay home, stay home. Mm-hmm. It's safer to stay home. And uh, I find that my mental uh, persona has decided that it is. It realizes that it is safer. And I, I actually prefer to be home working. And it has enhanced my business immensely. So it's been good to me. I have to say COVID has been very, very good to me. That's good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. I can, I mean, the, the whole... Personally now, because there have been deaths and people I know that had you know, that died, that I love, mm-hmm. and and people that I know that know people that died in love. So I don't want, I just want to make sure I don't, you know, somebody's not offended by, it. well, I lost people. I lost my job. I lost my home because there's a lot of people out there doing that, and that happened too. Yeah. I'm just thankful to God that that didn't happen to me. It actually helped me. We're mm-hmm. talking about me right now, so Correct. please don't want to offend anyone. Yes. Uh, that's ladies' tease disclaimer of the episode. <laughs> um, uh, well, I, um, what was I going to say? How about, Dang it, I forgot. How about that? Why don't I just ask you well, what, did, yeah. what did COVID do for you? Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, COVID has been good for me, too. Uh, it's been mixed, but I'll, I'll answer that in just a second. Okay. But just to piggyback on what you were saying about the post-COVID uh, syndrome, mm-hmm. I can totally imagine. I remember when getting here. Mm-hmm. So I remember, okay, so. In New York, at the top of COVID, you all saw it. You saw it my, on the news how yes. we were all infected really quickly, and it was really, really scary. That's how I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I um, remember then uh, in New York, it was mm-hmm. scary. It was very, very scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But we had to go outside. We had to go to the store. You know, it's a very on-your-feet city. So we were amongst each other, even in the early days, as scary as it was. Mm -hmm. We had to be outside. We had to go to the stores. We had to do laundry. Not that anybody was bathing or changing their clothes at first. Mm -hmm. But uh, we had to cook. You know, we had to eat. We had to, you know, alcohol was a necessity at the the start of COVID. Alcohol has become a little bit more abusive during COVID. That is a very unsurprising fact. Um, I I think about people who are still along their sobriety journey and how tough this year. This year was tough for me. I can't imagine what it must have been like without all the vices. Mm -hmm. Like, Jesus, I I long have prayed for those people. Uh, But I I wasn't able to to put it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't even attempting to. That part. Um, I had moments where I was like, okay, slow down because, you know, let's get things done. But I for especially in the beginning, I was like, I've got nothing to do. This thing mm-hmm. should, you know, should blow over pretty soon. Uh, I'm gonna have, you know, a break. I'm gonna take this break. Yes. Um, but I remember getting here to LA and and wondering. So there were still people in July of last year who believed. And there still are people who don't believe in COVID and believe that it's a hoax and that mm-hmm. it's this thing that you know government. the government mm-hmm. has tried to you know impose upon us. Um, but. I was in New York and I was seeing people, you know, I lost a bunch of coworkers and it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it's, it's been a tough year for me. And, uh, I came here thinking, how is it possible that people could still believe that COVID isn't a thing? And then yeah. I got here and then I got here <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, so I came from a city where, like I said, uh, we are stacked on top of each other. You know, there's somebody above you. There's somebody below you. There's somebody to either side of you. Uh, You're walking the streets. You're on the trains. You're always brushing up against somebody. So naturally, COVID is going to spread faster and unfortunately be more lethal in New York. And then I got here to California and I said, oh, just 
by comparison, it's mm. a slower city. Mm. People aren't moving as quickly and as uh, space is as spatially more. connected. Yeah. You go inside to your homes. You drive your cars. You. It's easier to live a life up until then mm-hmm. and not know somebody and, and not be affected by COVID firsthand. Okay. So it's easier. Thus, it'd be easier for a person mm-hmm. to, 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 to perhaps believe that COVID isn't real. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my best friend's husbands, uh, Ty's husband, Michael was like, uh, I haven't left the house since COVID when yeah. I got here in yeah. July, yes. he hadn't even been outside. Yes. So I can imagine that all this time. And I could, so I said, I, he said, I'm super paranoid. I'm like, mm-hmm. of course you are. Mm-hmm. You haven't been outside. Yeah. You're of course going to be paranoid. So I can imagine this post COVID syndrome being a real thing for people. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go outside. They don't want to get back into the right. norm of things. I don't want to get back right. into the norm of things or having to deal with people mm-hmm. every day and, mm-hmm. and, and be back being on that subway. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even little things like I was laughing. Thing, uh, I was listening to the radio and the lady was saying that, uh, talking about the post-COVID syndrome, mm-hmm. and she was like, can, can you imagine the things we used to do at work like birthdays? I don't want none of that cake. I don't Did want you that blue, cake. Did somebody blew little candles out on it. I don't want that. I don't want, uh, who blew, yeah, who <laughs> right. blew the cake? I, I'm good. I don't want this potluck. I, I, I don't want this potluck. Let's mm-hmm. not do this. Let's, you know, let's cancel that. I, this food I put in the fridge, y'all can have it. You know what I'm Because at my job, we used to have a refrigerator in our lunchroom. Oh, okay. The lunchroom, the break room. Yeah. And you put your stuff in the fridge. Ain't nobody doing that now Days, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm throwing that away. I don't want that. I mean, you, mm-hmm. it's just such a change. Yeah. Uh, and if, I'm sure people that are, they don't want to go back to work now. Yeah. They got used to working at home. They don't want to deal with the traffic. They don't want to deal with the stress of office office politics. Mm-hmm. They don't want to deal with the people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I worked on a job for 21 years. I loved my job, customer mm-hmm. service still. Mm-hmm. But it was the people. I would go there. There was a five-year period where I hated it because there was this really evil man that I worked with. But it's it's the it, it, your job can be you can love it. It's mm-hmm. the people you have to deal with. So a lot of people are tripping on that, having mm-hmm. to go to the office and deal with people, and 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 it may not be you can't be close to them anymore. The, the desk is probably going to be far away, mm-hmm. and all of this stuff, social distancing, and all of that stuff because it's real. You were saying how in New York, if you it felt real. I don't know why when you got here, mm-hmm. if you didn't notice, but people, it was seriously real. We had more space, but they were buying all the tissue off the shelf. Mm-hmm. And they were, I mean, it, it was crazy. People were scared, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it was, it was definitely a trying and scary, scary time. And mm-hmm. I can imagine those same people, like you say, you know, you know him. I, hopefully he's went out by now outside because it's, it's getting a little better. But I know people that literally stayed in a year, the mm-hmm. whole year. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Not only them being afraid to go back to work, but like you said, um, depression. How did they handle yes. that? And the uh, uh, alcohol abuse and, mm-hmm. and or drug abuse, mm-hmm. all of that. It, I'm the sure paranoia. it's got the, oh God, it's skyrocketed I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I'm talking about my business doing good. I bet you um, businesses like therapists and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. I bet you they, they business was increased as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but for me, so COVID, to answer your question, mm-hmm. uh, COVID for me mm-hmm. has been um, it's been a tough year. It's been a really, really tough year. So, um, I mean, I was displaced. You know, I was, yeah. I was, uh, I lost everything. You know, it for COVID. I was performing weekly. I had great relationships. I was building my career, and I was, you know, really uh, living my dream. Yeah. And I'm a theater performer, and so that was taken away by COVID. Mm-hmm. And so immediately, uh, there. That's my outlet. It's where I live. It is where I breathe. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately don't have the luxury of feeling like a normal person amongst normal people. So that's where I get to go and live. That's where I get to breathe. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't have that right now. And it's been really, really tough. Mm -hmm. And um, coming to, you know, coming to to L.A., Mm -hmm. um, I I understand. So so the reason I don't want to say it's been a a shitty year, you know, a bad year, Mm -hmm. uh, because I do look at things, you know, cup half full, um, and I have to find the bright side, I have to find the silver lining, and I have to think at least there's this. That's just how my brain is set up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and 
So I'm grateful because I do understand that I've been given an opportunity to come to California and take a personal year. Like, how often do you get a personal year? That's true. And I understand that I've been given this opportunity to come and tie up some loose ends and Mm -hmm. mend some relationships, yours being at the top of the list, but even my friendships. Like, Mm -hmm. I've been able to become reacquainted with people and allow them to become reacquainted with me. And it's been an amazing part of my journey I've called I've called it a pit stop like this is mm-hmm. my personal year so I was able I was able to kind of like step you know go go you know step off of the journey mm-hmm. off of the road for a little bit take a pit stop mm-hmm. you know regroup recoup recover mm-hmm. and I get to go on and, and continue my journey now and um so look at it I mean I have to you got to spin mm-hmm. it you know absolutely it's that or be unhappy and depressed right and I can't do that you can't do that not for too long <laughs> <laughs> so how has has COVID changed you at all how actually it has it made me realize um that for one, number one, just how precious life is mm-hmm. and just how quickly it can change. Yeah. Okay. I, I definitely realized that. It also, um, I gained a lot of knowledge um, sitting at home, reading, mm-hmm. you know, I read some books and I was able to, to just focus a little bit more directly on my business. Um, you know, just taking care of life, making sure that as we go and we travel through this life, the different paths we take, the bit, the different turns life had. I call it rerouting. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to totally steal that from um, Siri and, and uh, MapQuest and all that. They rerouting, rerouting. I rerouted quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a few physical um, things went down. I actually wound up in the, this COVID year having a hip replacement. Right. And uh, that was that was. Uh, a little trying and difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID actually, what it did a lot of was dry up things. They uh, the things we were used to receiving and getting were constantly there. They're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to give what you an example, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, when I had my hip surgery, mm-hmm. I, they sent me home. I didn't even realize it. I've had other surgeries in my life and I never paid attention that you don't go home with the pain medicine mm-hmm. you they, they send the prescription into your pharmacy mm-hmm. and so that happened to me after my hip surgery my doctor phoned the medicine into the to the pharmacy I didn't realize and nor the uh, the situation become evident till it was time for me to get that medicine and they didn't call they didn't call and I'm up here suffering going through pain I just had surgery I have no pain medicine I literally wound up that first 24 hours back home after having a hip replacement surgery with no pain medicine. Oh it was God. an absolutely trying evening. The whole I, I, I actually sat up on the side of my bed. I couldn't lay down and sleep. So not only that, COVID, so, and it was because of COVID, you guys. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the medicine. It took a, like three days to get that particular medicine because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Another thing is COVID makes everyone has that excuse. Oh, Got to stay like you call to take get a doctor appointment or a call to check on something because of COVID. Our you the wait time is going to be longer, mm-hmm. and so, you know all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, people being shortage. Um, I went to one of my favorite places to eat a Lucille Lucille barbecue place, and they have fried green fried green tomatoes. Mm-hmm. They told us they wasn't serving it anymore right now because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, come on now, COVID. Oh yes, they're so so those type of ways COVID changed me to let me see that it's not always going to be there. We have to learn how to reroute and to readjust things. And I've been, I think I'm a better readjuster now Mm -hmm. because of COVID. Mm -hmm. COVID changed me to be able to see things in a little bit different light and, and are a better light because I found better ways to do things. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I think COVID's changed me uh, a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think in the I'm trying to think in the most uh, prominent ways has mm-hmm. how has it changed me. Um, I so I, like I said I, I've spent this year not performing and you'd imagine and, and 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 at first doing the the virtual shows and doing all that stuff but that's just not fulfilling for me. It always feels silly. It always feels like a waste of time. Um, I it just it just feels off like yeah. a huge part of my relationship with the stage has to do with my relationship in the with the audience mm-hmm. and to sit at home in my bedroom or whatever corner that I've you know created a set for okay. uh or set with um 
and sing into a laptop or act into a laptop. <laughs> um, it's just awkward. It feels yeah. weird. Nobody's clapping. There's no way to really gauge yeah. if I'm doing a good job. Like it's just uh, it's 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 that hasn't been fun. So I've spent this year not performing, and you'd imagine that having spent a year without performing, you'd learn mm-hmm. how to live without it. And unfortunately, and slash very fortunately, what I've learned is that. I can't live without it. Yeah. And I've changed my approach, my relationship with my career and my talent, my gifts. The reason I feel that I've been sent here has changed. Um, And so, like I said, you'd imagine that I would have figured out how not how to live without performing. And instead, I have learned that I can't live without it Mm -hmm. and that I'm going to pursue it the way that it pursues me. Okay. Um, it won't. It won't let me go. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I. I have to continue to fulfill my calling. So, uh, I've changed in that way, um, and and just in a bunch of ways. Like I said, I've. I've. I never thought I'd live in California again. Mm-hmm. My reaction to California was based on a bunch of old experiences, mm-hmm. and I've been able to come here and even rectify my relationship with Los Angeles. Okay. I've changed a lot this year, um, yeah. so it's been it's been great. Yeah, in that way. Right, right. Again, it's been it's been nice to have a personal year. Yes, I can imagine. Okay. Yes. So what's next? So now that COVID has altered your perception and the way that you see things, Mm -hmm. how do you plan? What's next? How do you plan on going about your life? Oh, well, actually, now that the world's starting to open back up, it's actually a good thing because, um, as I said before, business really, really picked up for me during this COVID year. And so a lot of, I, it's really weird and crazy because in 2020, a lot of people were saying, and I was too, oh, this is the year. This is the year. 2020 is the year. And it really did start off like that. I had a lot of bookings on my calendar and stuff. And now those bookings, of course, had to cancel because of COVID. And the great thing is, is that they still they're still there mm-hmm. you know they're re- I couldn't I was absolutely shocked and amazed that the opportunities are still there they actually reaching out to me hey we, we the world is open back up can we get together and do our thing do what we had nice. planned and all that stuff it's yes it's been like I said uh, business wise COVID literally literally has been a plus for me uh, personally it's been a little shaky and stuff and still trying to make some decisions on things like that in, in my personal life and um so a few things were a little bit more clarified to me on on moves and decisions and stuff like that that I have to make. So mm-hmm. that that there is where I'm at um, to answer your question. Uh, since COVID is over, uh, some of those things are um, going to be accomplishable accomplishable now because COVID were, was stopping some of them. Oh. And now I can go forth with them. So I'm ready to go ahead and go forth and start taking care of those projects. Um, as well as, like I said, my my work calendar is extremely getting busier and busier and opportunities are opening up more and more. And so that's that's my goal is to, to uh, just make sure I take handle some of the things that I'm able to handle that I couldn't handle with COVID and to just um, be successful in my my uh, my appointments and my events and stuff like that and just just stack my dollars. Good, good, good. Yeah, I got plans for um, making sure I have uh, resource, financial resources for the plans that I you know have planned for me. So okay. that's what I'm doing is working on that. Good, good, mm-hmm. good. It's exciting. Yeah, that sounds... I mean, it it would be exciting to to acknowledge that you've got a fresh start and and all that. That is exciting. And the world is opening it up again. Yes, yes. yes. (laughs) Are you curious about what's next for me? Absolutely. Can you tell... Will you tell me what's next for you, Egbert Bernard or Egbert B? Sure. (laughs) Egbert Bernard is the name. Uh, I... uh, Well, I... I am moving back to New York... Uh, sooner than I anticipated. Um, I know, but it's time, and I'm so grateful again for this year. Uh, But I'm headed back home, and Mm. I'm ready to get back to work. I'm ready to jump into the swing of things again. I'm ready to become competitive again. I'm ready to work. I'm ready to work. Mm -hmm. And 
and work, honey. Uh, so, so I'm I'm just I'm ready to get back out there. So that's what's yeah. next for me. Mm-hmm. Um, bittersweet, the market in New York is crash. The the real estate market. Uh, so it's a renter's market right now. Right. So it's mega affordable for me to get a space of my own there, which is what I plan on doing. Yeah. Um, so that I can have enough space. You know, I love to be the place that people come to right. when they come into the city. <laughs> so I want to make sure I have enough space to do that. that from me too, huh? And uh, house was the party house. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm hoping that I can do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to you having enough space too because that is uh, that's one of my first uh, things uh, travel thing. I'm, I'm still that's another thing we were talking about COVID and uh, tra- traveling on a plane still is kind of iffy iffy for me. I'm not sure I'm ready to do that just yet. Mm-hmm. But by the time you go into New York and get settled and get this this space, I, I should be over it. And I'm looking forward to being able to come to New York and visit your new home. That's for sure. Well, let's hope you never visited the last one. Well, anyways, <laughs> let's not go there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. IJS. IJS. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think I'm going to take a little break uh, and uh, go to the restroom, maybe grab some water, and we'll come back with another segment. How do you feel about that? I totally agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait for you after the restroom because that's a stop, a pit stop I need to. Uh, a piss stop. A pit. We're going to say pits instead of pits. Okay. (laughs) All right. We'll be back, guys. My son and I. And welcome back to My Son and I. Yes, yes, yes. We are back with our segment called A Deeper Level, where my mother and I ask each other questions. uh, And, well, we get to know each other on a deeper level. Mother darling, why don't you start? All right. I think I shall. Well, which do you prefer, to fly or drive? Fly. Easy. I can answer that one quickly. Because uh, if I were a superhero, I think I'd want my superpower to be flight. Uh, So uh, certainly fly. I love the idea of just being in the air, moving through, you know, the wind, you know, moving through the wind, apparently. Uh, And the wind, you know, going past my body and just... And also, I like the independence of being able to just get up and fly. I don't need anything. I don't need anyone. I can just go. So fly. Okay. All right. How would you answer that? Um, I say drive. Drive. Uh I prefer to be able to just take my time, leisurely go and see a little this and see a little that. And um, that's been, I I, I find that I find that a little bit more. um, Because I flying sometimes is you got to deal with other people, dealing with this, dealing with that. Um, Air air pressure, I have an absolute awful issue with the air pressure in my ears. I realize uncomfortably and definitely not pleasantly that the back of the plane is the worst. So, yeah. Oh, because oh. I thought you meant fly like with my body. Not I, I recognize that you're saying it like that, uh-huh. but I I took it as fly or drive because I mean because because I asked drive, so I was like, well, maybe uh, you understand that I mean fly, but I accept your answer because that's why when you say it, I said, hmm, <laughs> yes. So so if you were to answer the question the way mm-hmm. that I did, how oh. would you answer? Oh well, of course, then it would be definitely fly. I just actually saw them making these jet propelled suits um, that that people are going to be using soon, and it looked amazing. I would love to be in one of those and just flying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like if it's that that I'm, I I rather fly. Um, I remember the Jetsons when I was a kid yeah. because we were in those little cars flying in the air by now, right now. Right. 20. Yeah, was, this is already 2021. Right. Yeah, we're supposed to be suspended in the air. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I have one for you. Okay. Uh, what's your... This one's easy. Okay. Um, uh, there are seven days of the week. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Oh, wow. You said it's easy? I'm yeah. a person that works from home. So I used to, when I worked 21 years, it was, I would have definitely say Saturday, uh, day of leisure. You don't have to go to work. You don't have nothing to do. But I think I might would go with Fridays now. Friday. I, mean, I like Fridays, yeah. Why? What about it? Um, I, I tend to seem to have a little bit more to do on Fridays. Uh, my days seem to be a little bit more pleasant. And um, I, I, what, I, what, what I do, bedroom candy, um, most of my... Fun and funds are on the weekend, and usually a Saturday is when I'm really working, but a Friday is like I'm getting ready, I'm getting excited, I'm enjoying my evening, nice. and I have a little, sometimes a little 
parties on Fridays and stuff. So you, I would say Fridays. Friday. Yeah. Fridays. Fridays the the pre turn up night. That part. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. And you. Um. What day is my favorite day of the week? Uh. Probably Sunday. Okay. I like Sundays because it's usually the end of the week, even though on the calendar it's the start of the mm-hmm. week. Uh. But it's usually the end of the week. Uh. You've gone through a full work week or whatever you've got going on. Usually Monday through Friday is pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. I love a Friday night. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. Lot. I yeah. really enjoy the mm-hmm. energy of a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, a Saturday is always cool, but mm-hmm. um, I'm usually very busy on Saturdays. So mm-hmm. Sunday is usually the last day, and I get to just chill. I get yeah. to usually just do me. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So it's my favorite thing, you know, okay. getting up, finding something to eat, kind of just mm-hmm. or be or being lazy in the bed for a few mm-hmm. hours. You know, like yeah. just it's my day. Mm-hmm. I love a Sunday. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's see. So let's see now. How many nicknames have you had, and what were they? Too many to count. <laughs> so we know that my name is Egbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can imagine all of the nicknames that have spawned from oh, the name Egbert. I, can I started well. Well, in my family, you mm-hmm. know, I'm Egbert Jr. So you all call. There's another Egbert in the family. So mm-hmm. you guys don't call me Egbert. Uh, you call me EJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that people that I know, you know, that I've grown up with, my family and friends. They they know me as EJ. Okay, um, and I. I introduced myself as Egbert because that's that's like the nickname that's a little too personal. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like you to call me EJ if you don't know me. Like, right, that's right, a little, right. It's a little too personal. <laughs> um, but I've gotten so many. So from 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 elementary when people couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't just couldn't handle the name <laughs> Egbert, uh, it was eggplant, eggnog, egghead, mm-hmm. uh, but all endearing, like mm-hmm. never like you know mm-hmm. trying to pick on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I've had uh, my favorites, uh, and my, okay. the most common one mm-hmm. is Eggy. Everyone okay. calls me Eggy. Okay. Uh, but the first person to call me Eggy was Britt Morris, uh, Ty's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the first person that I recall okay. calling me Eggy. Okay. Um, but a lot of people, for whatever reason, want to give me a nickname, and it's usually Eggy. Mm-hmm. My favorite, however, is okay. probably Eggbalama. Egbalama. Ty's mother called me Egbalama when we were like 14 years old. She mm-hmm. she was like, "What's EJ?" I don't know. I don't know how that even happened, but she learned my real name and she was like, "Egbert." <laughs> and so she would, you know, she gave me a nickname and it was Egbalama. Okay. It was her term of endearment for yeah. me. I heard somebody call you Webelberg one time. Oh yeah, Webelberto. Webelberto. It almost translates uh my name that's my name in Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's almost directly my name in Spanish. Webelberto. Mm-hmm. Webel egg. Berto Bert. Except my name is spelled with one G. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's my turn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you had to live without uh, one of these two things, what would it be? Uh, music or TV? And why? Probably live without. Mm-hmm. I would say I, I, I would probably rather. Oh, God. That is kind of hard. I, I, I love music. I, I might have to say TV. I would prefer to live without TV and have the music. Um, music makes me lose control. Oh, my God. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that about me. I am the dancer. Don't know how to sit down. Won't sit down. Can't sit down. Yeah, Once the true. music starts, I am on the floor. Will not sit down. And I hope that, I can hope that continues no matter how old I get. Yes. But sometimes I tell you, but I'll stay on that floor. Sometimes I'm not going to sit down because I know if I sit down, I won't get up again. Okay. okay. <laughs> that part. But I love to dance. So I yeah. think that be music. Uh, I would choose uh, music to be there. Uh, I think that that's really interesting. Uh, I did not expect for you to say music. I thought you'd say TV. Mm-hmm. I, only because, uh, well, we my experience with music, obviously, is different from yours because we're different people. Uh, but I imagined you'd say TV because, well, when I think of music, I think of singing it mm-hmm. and, you know, like doing it. Uh-huh. Uh, but I forget that people experience it, you know, like, yeah. on, you know, the, you don't, yeah. it's not performative all the time. It's sometimes you're just receiving it. Yes. Uh, And so... and and recalling your reception of music, I do you know I do know mm-hmm. that you love to dance. You love you know like you said, mm-hmm. music makes you lose control. Uh, so yeah, that makes total sense. But I thought you were going to say TV because you are you know you enjoy I love, your TV and your movies. First, it was hard because yeah. I love watching my reality shows, my documentary. I'm a very round 
round, welded person. Mm-hmm. I love them all. Um, a tearjerker, uh, make me angry, um, black power, mm-hmm. uh, 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 um, uh, comedy, mm-hmm. musicals. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I love everything. Slave yeah. movies. I, oh, I, I'm just, I, I'm very, very, I, I can't even choose which one I like the best. Yeah, I, I'm, I, yeah, I, I know that about you. That's reality ex- shows, air that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was expecting you to answer that way. But yes. that's cool. I like that you didn't. That was a surprise mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I learned something. We that's got a little deep. Yeah, you said. A little deeper level. No, okay. a deeper level. Okay. I think it's me now, huh? Yes, ma'am. All right, all right, all right. All right. If money wasn't an issue, what hobby would you pick? Wait, okay. If money wasn't an issue, mm-hmm. what okay, what hobby would you pick up if time and money, you know, allowed you? If time allowed you and money wasn't an issue, what hobby would you pick up? What hobby would you So pick? if I had all the time in the world and all the money in the it, world, exactly. what hobby would I do? Exactly. Um I oh <laughs> what would the hobby be? Yes. Um oh man, I don't I don't this is probably terrible to say, but I think I'm realizing this right now by myself. Mm. I don't have a lot of hobbies. Mm. Like, I don't, yeah. like, hobby. Like, I mm. make song covers and never mm. share them, so I guess mm. somebody would say that that's called a hobby. Uh, but I don't really need money or time to do that. I guess, mm. if, well, no, but I wouldn't spend my life doing covers, song covers, and never right. sharing them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I guess maybe... Um, Something to do with um, flying a plane or something, mm-hmm. like maybe learning to fly or. I, th- I think you you're you're thinking about um, when you say hobby, mm-hmm. um, like work like type of things. Because I'm gonna be yeah. honest, when I okay, because I was thinking the, hobby. Okay, because to me, if this question was addressed to me, uh-huh. I would say traveling. Just traveling could okay. be a hobby as yeah. well. And if I had the time and the money. Mm-hmm. To to just do my hobby, mm-hmm. I think I would love yeah, to travel just travel world. everywhere yeah. and see it all. Um, uh, we are, you'll be surprised. Uh, a lot of people always want to say, "Oh, I want to go international stuff," but the United States itself has so many treasures um, that I would just like to travel every, internationally, nationally, the just the whole world. I think I, that would definitely be a hobby because you wouldn't have time to do nothing else to be doing all that traveling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're doing it right. Uh, uh, yeah, I would probably learn to fly. I, I just okay. like, yeah, and, and uh, spend time in planes and yeah. learn all about that and okay. what that is. Yeah. Do you, do you sometimes feel that you might have missed your calling and being uh, uh, a pilot? Yeah. No, that wasn't my calling. Okay, well, <laughs> no. I don't want to say, when, even when I say not miss your calling, because we all know what your calling is, but something that you might have said to you, you know, if you, if you could turn back the hand of the times and, and you weren't what you are now. Uh huh. Do you say you do you think no. it would be no? Okay, you just no. you just want to fly. You just I just you don't like to be fly. in the air. I like okay. to fly. <laughs> I like to move. You know, across mm-hmm. spaces. You know, and, mm-hmm. and travel. Mm-hmm. All of that, like be play. You know, I okay. would love that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but no, that not at all one okay. of my callings. I think that if I were to choose another profession, uh-huh. is that what you were asking? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would. Uh, be like a culinary something. I'd probably be a chef mm-hmm. initially because before. Mm-hmm. Um, before I decided to to act on my instinct and mm-hmm. you know follow my light, you know follow the light, mm-hmm. um, and uh, become you know a classically trained actor, I was thinking of going to culinary art school instead okay. of a theater conservatory. Yeah. Uh, but now you know, which is why you know, thank God I didn't do that and I did follow my light and 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 you know followed my truth. Um, because that's shifted, and I think that mm-hmm. I would be so unhappy doing that right oh, now. Okay. Um, because now. It's more, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought, uh, a hobby. Oh, no, no, uh, what would I be doing? Real estate. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would, um, I would, right now, like, real estate excites me, and it has for years. Mm. Uh, so, and I didn't see that coming yeah. a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it coming now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm never not looking, I've told you this, I'm never not looking at apartments, and right. like, I'm always right. looking at, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's fun. It's exciting to me. I love the yeah. idea of flipping houses mm-hmm. and and selling them. I love the finishes. I love. I don't want to do the work. 
Okay. I would love to design spaces and you know get the mm-hmm. the right pieces and spaces and stuff like that, but not um, not I don't want to have to actually bang hammers and yeah, screw right, screws right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, I was yeah. still question. I actually have two. I wrote two for you because okay. I think that one is going to be a little easy for you to answer, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, so have you ever? Uh, we talked about uh, in past episodes mm-hmm. about thank God we got out of this police situation, but have you ever been arrested? No, I've never been, no, I have never been arrested, but I have um, had an inter, in change, you know, interchange with a police officer. Exchange. Exchange. <laughs> <laughs> I have had an exchange with a police officer. I've never been handcuffed or anything like that. Uh-huh. I've definitely not put in the car. Have you ever like been that. handcuffed in your life? Well, yeah, sexually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sexually, but not not a um, you know life in a life situation. Law and order. Yeah. Situation. No. Yeah. yeah. I might have been in law and order in that that little scenario we were playing. Yeah, and that role play. Yeah, and that role play. <laughs> but no, no, I never have. But have you? Okay, so then I'm gonna shift gears. That okay. was the question. I knew that it would be that answer. That uh, easy because yeah. I thought I knew that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna still ask the second question that I have, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. you answered I'm gonna I'm gonna Extend dig I'm gonna the, dig into this oh, one. Oh, oh, no. We're gonna take this to a deeper level. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're trying to get something out of me. I just wanna know how you were handcuffed and where were you handcuffed and was oh. it like what's that? Well, it was like I said, it was definitely in a role play se- uh, sexual situation. Uh-huh. Um, so it was, um, you know, uh, actually, it, and it wasn't real handcuffs, like with a lock and a key, uh-huh. um, because I'm I'm not trying to do that. Were they like Velcro? Uh, yes, okay. like you know, like um, soft handcuffs where you 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 could have a you know a strap. It's right. a strap. It's right. not a, a lock and a key. Uh-huh. And um, and I, I'm not saying that I have trust issues, but um, you have to really trust somebody to literally handcuff you with a lock and a key and all that. I agree. And this this particular person, it was it was just a little session. We was having a little sexual session. I wasn't trying to be locked and keyed with you. So you know, just um, just some nice little um, straps. Um, Where you know, were you handcuffed? What were you? Hands. My hands. My hands. Together? I have. Uh, yeah. My hands together okay. and I have actually if you want to call this a handcuff because it's really not a hands it's my feet your legs like you've been um, like you have a spread eagle uh-huh. and you have a, like and they were of course like I said tied or, or buckled handcuffs and, and like a spread eagle so now my feet and my hands were actually tied so I have been in that position oh my god now that's where the, the trust comes in yes it is like I cannot I can't imagine relinquishing that much control you have to really trust that yeah. person because you have to say because and and like I said you have to really trust that person because when you say take this off me now you got it must be taken off me yeah now. <laughs> or that um stop that don't take right. there or mm-hmm. don't bite there right. or exactly. ouch that hurts or ooh that you know right. I don't know if I'd be able to like I said relinquish right. that kind of don't, control don't don't um hit the whip so hard right that yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah okay okay that's all I wanted to know. Uh, <laughs> Okay. All up in my business. That, whoa, that's what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your second one? Um, okay, so because I figured that one would be so easy. I didn't know that, that was going to take that turn. Mm. Uh, but that, you know, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> um, so I know that you grew up uh, the early years of your life in mm. New Orleans. Yes. Then you came to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that as a child, New, York, New Orleans could be a little spooky. Uh, but I won't. I won't steer you. I'm just going to ask this question. Mm-hmm, okay. What's the scariest memory you have? Like, what was the scariest thing that happened to you, just in life? Your scariest memory? Um, scariest as far as like scary as like a supernatural type of scary. Something that scared you. Anything. It doesn't oh, have to be supernatural. Honestly, okay. Uh, well, then, if we're going to go there, one of the Your most scariest, scariest yeah. moments that was uh, that has happened to me is um, literally being. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, disrespectfully approached by a police officer. Oh, really? Uh huh. When was I was, this? oh, I was a teenager. Okay. And I can tell that it was not a good thing mm-hmm. that I was walking across the street by myself on this night 
this evening um, and a policeman that you should be able to trust that is going to protect and serve. Um, it was it was really daunting for me to realize that that was not how I felt protected, yeah. served nor protected. Yeah. And um, the way not. he said, yeah, the things he said and the way he looked at me, I knew that I, I actually felt unsafe. Yeah. And it was a very, very fearful um, moment for me. Um, there have been other times when I put myself in different positions that I thank God that he was on my side yeah. and, and brought me out of them. And they usually um, involved a male figure. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, uh, a male figure as in because of the male physique? Um, <laughs> I know. I don't know why I'm really trying to pull some sex talk right. on you. Why tonight. are you doing this? Uh, uh, oh, okay. So, but, so that was the scariest thing that's yeah, a, as far as that, but uh, as far as like being just scared, scared. Yeah, um, the scariest thing. Um, scariest one, we were when we were kids in New Orleans. We trick or treat. You guys, we trick or treat with you too when you were children. But it just wasn't the same. Yeah. By then, time has really, really changed. And um, uh, my parents would let us go trick or treating by ourselves. That's why I say that because by the time you guys were children, you don't do that. You do not let your children go trick or treating by themselves. Totally. But um, so we went through uh, scary house and. There were numerous times when I was very, very scared. One time, the Dracula, the vampire, was trying to get me, and it, you just don't know how real that feels until you really go through it. You know this isn't real. Mm-hmm. You're going through a scary house, but this was scary. It mm-hmm. was scary. I almost peed on myself. Okay. And then I walked past a car coffin, and this person had the nerve to stick their hand out of the coffin and grab no. my ankle. Oh, God. I, I hope the hand didn't, I literally hope they, to this day they didn't break, I didn't break that hand because I kicked wow. the crowd, I was kicking the crap out of hand. Scared me very, very, very much. Yes. And uh, so, like, something like that, was, mm-hmm. I would say that was like my scariest moments that year. Um, I can't think of too many. I have been in situations like that, yeah, where it's like, oh, I'm glad that that went that way and not mm-hmm. this way. Um, but I'll just, I'll tell a story that you're last story just made me think of. I remember being in high school. We were all seniors in high school mm-hmm. and we all decided to go to uh, Horror Nights, Halloween, Halloween Horror Nights at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's called Magic Mountain here in California, Six Flags. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we were all, it was me and a group of girls. I was the only guy. Okay. So there was me and Brittany and Chanel and uh, Alicia and our friend Portia. Remember that, that girl who shot all over your house? He's <laughs> <laughs> putting her out there now. <laughs> and uh, um, I think that was it. Oh, and memory. And memory. Memory was there too. Um, and... So we're at Halloween uh, Fright Night, mm. and there's this huge gate just before. Uh, there's like this large parade of ghouls and goblins and everything, and there's this huge gate that will open and they'll be released into the park. But before that, they're all you can hear them banging on this metal gate with mm-hmm. their bats and their and their their things, their chains, and their and all yeah, of the things. Yeah. And <laughs> so I'm already getting a little nervous because I don't like like a scary house. Like I don't like to go yeah. through a scary house. I don't like to be scared in that way. Mm. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> You know, like when, like around the house or like out in public or right. whatever, to like, like boom, get a jump out of somebody. I'm just going there <laughs> because when I was a, chi- a child, my mother was quite abusive, <laughs> and, and she would hide behind things in the house and, and scare the, the crap out of us. Um, so I think that that's why I think that scare, you know, like jump scares are funny, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't like to go through like a, a horror house or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in New York, uh, mm-hmm. every year we'd go to Terrytown um, and uh, go through a bunch of haunted houses or whatever, and that was a lot of fun because it was an it was something to do with my friends, but I hated it every year. And mm-hmm. every year I said I wouldn't do this. I'm like, I think the last couple of years I was like, I'm not gonna go because why would I do that to myself? Right, right. Like I don't want to do that. It's mm-hmm. not fun for me. Anyway, so it's Six Flags and they're banging on the on the gate mm-hmm. and uh, and they do their parade and they go back and now they're banging even harder mm. because they're going to be released and they're going to attack everyone in the park. Now it's time <laughs> to do their job. So all of my oh, girlfriends no are feeling like, okay, well, it's a good thing that EJ is here mm. Uh, mm. because, mm. well, he's the guy who's going to protect mm. us. And yes. I'm like, yeah, bitches, I got y'all. <laughs> so, <laughs> this gate goes flying open and I see ghouls, goblins, and clowns uh. coming 
just in my direction, general direction, <laughs> not even for me or at me, right, right. but just in my direction. Mm -hmm. And it was too much for me. I was gone. I didn't even realize that I had taken off running until I started hearing them scream my name. EJ, EJ. I turn around. Everybody's far behind me. <laughs> Chanel is the only one that's sort of with me. Yeah. <laughs> she, we, we ran out of, we literally ran out of that part of the park. Uh, but yeah, and I, that was probably the scariest, like, but still yeah. fun kind right, of like right, horror right. night moment. Fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't like to be scared like that. No, I don't. I'm going to say one quick other one I, I thought about just now that uh -huh. was a really uh, piss on yourself moment. <laughs> um, when we were just starting in our teenage years, mm -hmm. me and my best friend, um, Brenda, we were, we were, yeah, we, we were starting to drive. Mm -hmm. And um, so we always, we always got the old car, some, you know, um, she would, her stepdad would let us drive this little old station wagon and um, we loved the thing, but it didn't always, de we, it wasn't always dependable. Okay. And uh, here in California, there's lots of hills that you go down oh, when you're driving. Uh -huh. And uh, we happened to be on a hill and at the bottom of the hill was a stop sign and probably other cars coming through this intersection too. Uh -huh. And this car decided that it wanted to not, the brakes not work. No. Oh my gosh. We was holding on for dear life praying and Lord have mercy. And screaming and everything. And of course we went through that stop sign, but it was nothing but the Lord. He said, he, he protects me. I, I know. <laughs> I tell you, I'm blessed and highly favored. Highly, highly favored. favored. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was a very, very scary moment. My yeah. heart was all up in my throat. I, I know um, they, when I was a kid, one of my nicknames they called me was Big Eye. And I know my eyes was mighty big. Okay. <laughs> big bulge. Big okay. bulge. But yeah, that was pretty scary too. Yeah. I remember one time I was driving with uh, Kendricks, your godson, my god uh, brother and mm -hmm. cousin and your nephew. Uh, your first <laughs> nephew, right? Yes. Your first uh -huh. nephew. Yeah, first um, sibling child. Right. Period. Yeah. First, uh, first, first grandchild. He's the first grandchild. He's the first grandchild. Right. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, anyway, so uh, I what, all of that was so irrelevant. Why did that Why? just happen? What? What? <laughs> what? Okay. Anyway, um, I was in the car with Kendricks, and we were driving. We were in uh, like Apple Valley somewhere, and we were lost. It was dark. Uh, we were in his. Do you remember Kendrick used to have an old white CRV, Honda CRV? Yes, like I hatchback. do. Yes, I do. We were in that, mm -hmm. and uh, we were driving. Somehow we got lost up in Atalanto in them hills, and like yes. deep, 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 far back where there aren't even houses, but still somehow roads. Mm -hmm. It's so black and so dark back there. And Kendrick's and I are just rolling. We got lost, but we were trying to find our way back. And the hills kind of go mm -hmm. up and down and up and down and up and down. And if you're not driving slow enough, mm -hmm. you can actually, you know be suspended in air yes. for a hot second. Well, Kendricks <laughs> and I didn't realize that. <laughs> we're driving. We're just trying to get back to where the lights are. Yeah. <laughs> right. That part. Yes. There's no, I was going to say that. There, there are no, no lights. It's lights. pitch black back yes. there. So we were uh, trying to get back to where the city lights were. And we were trying to do it, you know, Urgently. Yeah, right. Okay, two black yeah. men all the way back here. We don't know what the heck's going on. No. Uh, or where, you know, the hills have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we were driving and driving and driving. Anyway, we go through the dip, doop, doop. And we literally were suspended in the air for long enough for us both to realize, oh, my God, we're in the air. And we looked at each other and grabbed each other's hands and just held on. Right. Just start praying for dear life. Just start praying. We finally hit the ground again. And, oh, my God, the, fee the terror in both of our eyes. <laughs> Made each other laugh until right, we got all the way home. <laughs> I bet I yes. can imagine. Yes, yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun one. That car made me think of that. Yeah. Oh okay. my gosh! That well, that was a fun well, segment. Yes, it was. Yeah. Deep and fun. Deep and fun. Fun and deep. <laughs> Just how I like it. Oh well, like it. that sounds like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. You haven't asked me. Um, a question that people have been wondering about, but we don't have to go there now. Mm. Um, talking about deep and, and, and fun or whatever. Mm. Uh, do you want to ask me that now? I'll answer it quickly. T or B top or bottom. Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, okay. So it was, since you want to ask the question, uh, top or bottom, I'm a top. <laughs> I'm a top. Uh, I just am, and not because of any of the like internalized homophobia or any of that. Uh, it's just not for me. I don't enjoy it. Um, uh, I've long said that I wish I were a better gay, so that you know, like, because I do plan on getting married and having children at some point, and uh, you know, sex is important in a relationship, and uh, sometimes 
it's hard to find somebody who is a strict bottom. Right. Um, yeah. Turnaround is fair play. Because turnaround is usually fair play. Yeah, boy, right there. <laughs> That's the same. I've heard that um, with um, lesbians. Uh-huh. Some women don't like to be penetrated. And uh, you have to find a partner who would say, you know what, I'll, I only want penetration. I don't want to, I mean, you know, penetrate you. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, so I can understand how that would be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's just because I said deep and fun and it mm-hmm. sounded like I like to for people to be deep Got and funny. And that's so not you just the wanted case. to clarify. I just things. wanted to clarify, just in case anybody's <laughs> listening that like my voice, likes the sound of my voice. I just mm-hmm. want to know, I want you to know what you're signing up for. <sighs> my son and I. <laughs> All right, we'll be back, guys. My son and I. Welcome back to My Son and I. Yes, yes, yes. This segment is called Our Plugs, where we tell you about the services that we provide for you. Uh, Mother, (laughs) why don't you tell them? I'm here to tell you about what the service I offer to provide for you today is Bedroom Candy. And Bedroom Candy is an absolutely great sexual wellness company. And I want to tell you about clitoris stimulation. We have an absolutely great little bullet called Candy Kisses. Our Candy Kisses is an award-winning petite massager. It's perfect for at home or on the go. It's discreet. That's what I love about it, you guys. It looks just like a lipstick and for those lips down there, though. And you can, yes, you can take it with you. Nobody ever know that you carrying around your little lipstick. It was packed with power. It's whisper quiet. And it comes with three speeds and four patterns, which gives you seven. It comes pink and black. And it's also waterproof. So you can take it down under. Oh. Bedroom candy. So if you want to get yours, make sure you go to my son and I are Leos at gmail.com. Yes, 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 yes. You can also go to my son and I are Leos at gmail.com to find Egbert Bernard for all of your singing needs. I'm here to do your jingles. I'm here to sing for your parties and your weddings. I'm here. Use me. That's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back, guys. My son and I. All right, now we're here to wrap it up. Yes, 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 mother darling. We've done it again. <laughs> Another one in the can. Another one bites the... Oh, uh, I don't know if that's licensable, uh, and I ain't got no money for all that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, don't forget to email us with any of your questions, any anything you want to know about us, like, like Lady T said last episode. If you just want to get a little nosy, uh, email us. Ask us some questions. We'll answer. If you want some advice about anything, if you're trying to figure out how to, how to have a conversation with a loved one and you can't figure out how to broach the subject... Email us. We'll give you some suggestions. Anything. We're here for you. Yes, we are. All right, guys. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for coming, everybody. Be blessed, safe, and prosperous. Yes. Please. uh, See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. My son and I. We've been been through a lot of this. My son and I. We're going to do this. We're going to make it through. My son and I. To the journey, yes, son and I. Son and I. Oh, you're listening to my son and I.